Hey everybody, welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we will, of course, cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers are up to. And what we're looking forward to this coming football weekend, because it is week three of the 2022 season, and we are in it, folks. The draft is behind us. Maybe maybe those regrets are just like, you know, sinking back into the rearview mirror or you are feeling so, so good. And, you know, people have been making some amazing moves on the waiver wire and and we got to talk about it. So first, what happened in week two? Well, uh, I sucked <laughs> along with uh, some others, but uh, Matt beat me 95 to 72. Uh, I, I definitely did not live up to the Yahoo projections, which we know are horrible. We know it. But, but Matt did. Matt did great. Um, you know, John beat Glenn, uh, 110 to 100. Tom, with the big points, 129 over Beach with 100. Beach, 100 is definitely respectable, dude. Um, so, yeah, probably top half, I think, for how that works. Um, yep, Pete won out over Colin, 102 to 72. And Derek won out over uh, Craig in a close one, in a nail-biter, 97-96. And uh, Scott beat uh, beat Drew, 105-94. So, yeah, some really fun matchups last week. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I just got to say, Beach, wow. Um, maybe set a record in the league uh, for having the most points on his bench. I think he had 75 points on his bench between three players, with Tua scoring a huge 50 points. Um Given how how amazing Tom's team was, I, I don't know that that would have taken over. I haven't done the math, but still, just so many points on the bench, and uh, yeah, that, that can't feel good. Sorry, um, you know, just getting into Derek's win, the the one point win uh, in the in the nail biter. Really, it's on the let's say strength, I guess, of Russell Wilson that got twelve points that pushed him over at the end of the day. So Derek feeling good about the Broncos, I I. I guess. I don't know. Uh, he, he probably isn't feeling that great about Russell Wilson uh, from a fantasy perspective, but, you know, uh, certainly taking the Broncos to 1-1 to one and one and, and uh, Derek to 1-1 one one is uh, is the way to go. Uh, Justin Jefferson just had kind of a down week for Craig. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, still awesome. Seems like like maybe uh, the draft value of the year, maybe a league winner. Christian McCaffrey, who his auto draft spent so much money on, Maybe not so much, and Saquon came down to earth. So definitely, you know, brought him below that hundred mark, and within striking distance for Derek, who who capitalized, I guess. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, for my part, I'm one and one. I have the lowest points for uh, in the league by like a lot because I scored. I tied for lowest this week with Colin. Hey, Colin. Uh, and I was second lowest uh, last week. So I got to get some buckets. I got to get some points, man. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just happy I didn't start Trey Lance last week, uh, who went down. Ben, I need to pick a new avatar, I guess, before tomorrow. Um, you know, but like quality of team isn't always about record. I'm one to one. Glenn is zero and two, and he's top five in points. So he's just been unlucky in the matchups. Um, doing well, Glenn. Uh, I guess just sending my support, and we'll talk about you with the side bets uh, coming up as well. Um, just a, a lot to like about what Glenn has been up to. Uh, so yeah, so highest score is Tom. Good job, Tom. And lowest score, bump bump. Is that is that a trombone? I don't know. I've been watching videos about trombone champ, and 
Anyway, uh, but that's Colin and me. So I guess either Colin and I both owe something or neither of us owe something. We get to decide, I think, is how that goes. Um, in terms of week two pickups that really paid off, uh, you know, Matt... Just playing smart. Matt's Matt's a smart manager. He picked up Matt Stafford last week for $6, and Matthew Stafford did uh, pretty well. Pretty well. It turns out the Los Angeles Rams offense are not horrible, and Matthew Stafford got 24 points. Good job to Matt. Uh, otherwise, uh, I really like Beej's pickup of Curtis Samuel. Um, I thought that was that was a really good one. And did, did he play Curtis Samuel? No. He was on the bench. That was one of his bench players that did really well. So, eh, so it goes. Um, another good pickup, I think, was uh, Jeff Wilson. So Pete picked up Jeff Wilson Jr. for $2 on the waiver wires, which just seems seems like nothing, I guess, but uh, was on the bench. Scored nine points. Would have helped to score a little bit, but he didn't need it against Colin. So uh, pick of the week, eh, Matt. Darn it. I'm going to give it to you, Matt. At... Uh, Matthew Stafford just was a well, well-timed pickup, and he was there on the waiver wire. It was just the right the right move at the right time. So, yeah. Speaking of right moves at the right time, so week three waivers, Matt might have the pickup of this week, too. Uh, he picked up Garrett Wilson for $18, dropping Elijah Moore, so swapping Jets wide receivers. But Garrett Wilson just has so much potential. You look at him on the field, he's just getting open. He's just doing everything right. Uh, normally, rookie wide receivers don't pop until a little later in the season, but hey, you know, seems like the right thing. I was actually going to bid on Garrett Wilson. I was like preparing a $19 bid and then I got distracted by home life and baby and whatever else. So, uh, you know, I woulda, coulda, shoulda. It don't count for bupkis in this league. So, you know, just hats off to Matt. I also really like uh, uh, Colin's pickup of Raheem Mostert who down in Miami is just getting all the touches. So that's a $6 waiver. Uh, really, really good there. Beach, you know, good pickup on Philadelphia, I think. Uh, Dropping Julio, who uh, I don't know if that was amazing, but at least the Philly D has been awesome, and I think will continue to be awesome this year. Uh, also got to call out Pete for the $1 waiver on Jahan Dotson, Washington wide receiver. I think the narrative from last year that Washington has nothing to give in terms of points is just uh, it's super outdated. And so Jahan Dotson, who's been great, I think, uh, might be a really good uh, pickup for Pete. You know what? Just on the strength of that, and because I'm a little mad at Matt, at Matt still, I'm going to give Pete the pickup of the week for the $1 waiver on Jahan Dotson. Other pickups of note, um, I like uh, Colin's pickup of Jared Goff recently, and uh, frankly, Derek scooping Julio Jones for $4 on the waiver wire might be kind of amazing once Brady gets back and he's got his uh, quasi-divorced rage going on. So, uh, yeah, awesome. So, great moves. we got some fun matchups coming up this week. I'm facing... Uh, Craig, and I'm not favored. Craig has a better team than me, and I I hope, I mean like I called my team high variance vibes. You know I got Trey Lance on there. I'm, I'm I have people on my team who I think might be swingy, and so far it's been down swings for everybody pretty much. So I'm I'm really hoping for an upswing, or else I really have to retool my roster. Ah, oh well. Uh, otherwise, uh, remarkable. Uh, Derek uh, had a nice start there. Um, 16 points from Amari Cooper uh, in the Thursday night game. Drew had a nice start. 17 points from Nick Chubb. Uh, so, yeah. Otherwise, um, you know, the matchups look 
unpredictable on a Thursday, frankly. Otherwise, uh, I guess the only one that looks like maybe it's going down is is Matt so far. And I don't, you can't lose your matchup on Thursday, really. But he had the Pittsburgh D, who only scored three points thanks to some really inept play, frankly. Um, but yeah, over over Pete. So he's currently unfavored by five more points than he was Thursday. So something to watch. But otherwise, you know, I think we're we're in good shape. Um, so yeah, and I'm not I'm not trying to rail, railroad you or or uh, talk trash on you, Matt. It was just sort of like uh, that's the biggest swing that I see in the negative direction from Thursday so far. Um, so we got some side bets to talk about. I'm delighted uh, to talk about some side bets. So last week on the on the show, I, I initiated a side bet with Matt that he was all too happy to pick up that the loser has to make a cooking video. And I lost, as the tone of the podcast definitely says. So I, I definitely lost. And so I have to make something. Matt offered me three Australian desserts, or two Australian and one repeat of, of Pete's amazing uh, Oreos uh, inside a cookie. And I think I'm probably going to go pavlova because it's also one of my wife's favorite desserts. Um, so look out for that in the future. But I got to say, the other side bet is already complete. It was John versus Glenn in a kicker off. Uh, and Glenn lost and got essentially iced at a bar and had a had wonderful posture while drinking. He got some heckles. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just fun to bring a little bit of uh, pleasantly minded uh, and with love and respect shame back into fantasy football. When, when you lose your side bets, you got to do something a little bit uh, shameful or put in some effort. And, and that was really, really fun. Uh, GIF of the week is uh, forthcoming, I guess. I, I don't want to like overdo it on GIF of the week because I think the GIFs were, were good, not great so far. Um, and I don't mean to call anybody out here, but that's, that's just part of it sometimes. The GIFs, they vary. Um, but I will say, in terms of gifts, uh, you know what? I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to Matt for the cat riding the Roomba. That was that was nice. Um, you know, I think uh, it showed just sort of the repose of winning the side bet, just just feeling good. Um, yeah, I don't know why not. I think I think that was a good a good one. So yeah. Anyway, uh, keep the side bets coming. I love seeing all of you on video. I will be on video soon with the Pavlova. It might not be this week, uh, just due to some life stuff, but um, nothing, nothing crazy. Just helping a friend move, and and that kind of is tying up the free time. So uh, between that and the baby, so I'll, I'll get there. There will be a Pavlova in the future. I definitely uh, owe that much. So yeah. Otherwise, um, just vibe check here. The vibes on my fantasy team are not good lowest points for even at one and one um feeling i guess a little bit how the denver broncos might feel if if it was first a win and then a loss but just kind of miserable uh with both ways i got talent on the roster plenty of talent uh so it's not that it's just we gotta we gotta put it together and uh you know i'm just trying to find other frankly other waiver pickups that uh are gonna be fun uh, I, I want to, you know, prioritize like competitiveness, but I also think, um, what is it? I think I, I, I heard somewhere or read somewhere this thing about fantasy football where like, if you're going for like value and you're going for like steady, you know, you're, you got your RB twos, you got your wide out twos, like you're never going to get that high ceiling, you know? So I'm looking for like high ceiling folks, I guess. Um, that said, if you have some high ceiling folks, I'm, I welcome trade offers. 
uh, and I will be probably making some trade offers in the next week or so um, after I see how things shake out. Uh, either they will be desperate trade offers or they will be uh, sort of high stack trade offers depending on how some stuff goes. So anyway, I uh, hope everybody has ha- had a lovely week, uh, has a good weekend, and uh, perhaps enjoys watching some football this week. Uh, so enjoy, be well, uh, love you all, and uh, except for a little bit of hatred towards Craig's roster, it's uh, very, very scary. And um, we will talk next week. Thanks so much for being here. Bye. What? D-R-A-M-A. Drama. Drama. <laughs> right there. Yep, for